What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 165. I hate you. Of the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week, we come at you uh, with all the things that we love about video games. Kevin threw me off there. Uh, you can get the show live. By going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and watch along with us for just one dollar. Like, all like so many of are. you are right now. Thank you very much. This for is that. happening right now. This is happening right now. It's fantastic. You can get it VOD if you don't want to be here right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Or you can get it early and watch it whenever the hell you want on patreon.com slash kind of funny with a pre-show post show. If you're interested in Kingdom Hearts worlds, we'd like to see and our thoughts on, on Disney and whether or not the Siamese cats and Lady in the Tramp are racist. Spoilers. They, they are. are. Yeah, that turned surprisingly, out surprisingly. Uh, they are. Uh, no, not surprised that they. I were. was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised that I was like, "There's no way." And then I looked at not it. Not even this. This is because you're, you're watching it as a child, not soaking it all in, right? I mean, I saw Lady in the Tap fairly recently, and I didn't think it. But again, racism is one of those things that you, I don't need to understand. I don't. You don't I, need to understand. Wow. Let me, let me step that back. Tim Getty. I'm not going to understand the racism that went on in the, the 50s in a, or in a totally different now, time. I don't work here. You're coming down with this ship. Now, it's an interesting point. My dad loves Charlie Chan movies. Uh-huh. And I remember buying him those for Christmas one year and he put them in and I was like, these have not aged well. Yeah. This did not age well. No, I, I think about the depictions and and they, they haven't aged well or we haven't aged well. But the other thing we need to think about is that for a lot of people then they saw it, you know, we, one of the without getting on a rant. One of the things about on our game show about about Charlie like, Chan, yeah. But one of the things about white privilege is that sure. you're not aware of things that were happening. Then, you, you, if you'd have showed that, if your dad had been sitting down with an Asian friend, then sure. there's a very good They're chance like, that Asian uh, friend would be like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, yeah. It's not like people didn't know. It's that a lot of people weren't listening. To yeah. clarify what I was trying to say, yeah, <laughs> there was, it was no stereotypes I am familiar with. They're gotcha. not the stereotypes from any generation even close to me that I've ever heard of. But it's like hearing them, I'm like, okay, I'm aware you of your perspective. Okay. Kind of funny games, Cassie, <laughs> where we get together, talk about video games, all the things you love about them. I went through that already. Uh, you can listen to it on podcast services around the globe, including Spotify. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Tim Geddes. This is the Reverend Jared Petty. Doki Doki. This is one of the coolest dudes in video games. Great man. Flap Jack! Flap motherfucking Jack. Are you, are you ready to get that syrup poured all over you? Drizzle pour it all, all over, over me. Oh, yes. This is going to be a good episode. I already feel it. Uh, let's kick it off right by talking about our Patreon producer, Tom Bach. Tom Bach's what doing Tom? great stuff out there. Thank you very much. You should, you should go follow him uh, at Galunga. On, on Twitter, him and Snowbike Mike just started a podcast together. Oh, nice. They've been yeah. streaming a lot, too. Really? That's rad. Oh, check um, that out. And also, thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. We're going to put your names right there. There it is. There. They're going to they're gonna scroll. I don't remember if they come up or go left or right, but... They definitely don't. They go up or down. They don't go left I'm or right. I'm kind of hoping they then spin, like the old video toaster something. effect. Kevin, Kevin will make something I hope happen. it's edited very poorly, and it's just like giant G all, and like trying <laughs> yeah. to spell a name across the screen. <laughs> yeah. Let's get right into it. Greg, what you been playing? You want to tell me about that Rainbow Six Siege? That's the new jingle. I love You need to memorize it for this. Okay, let's go. Get right on it. Do you need to do the shoulder dance? Yeah, you do. Okay. You want me to talk about Rainbow Six Siege, huh? This is a game that's flown under everyone's radar. No one's heard of it. Indie title that I just know. Obviously, it's Rainbow Six Siege. I remember playing at events. We did a game spot live stream when it first came out with Alfredo. We had a great time and I never, ever, ever picked it up. And remember, it seemed like it fell off the face of the earth. Turned out you moved a rock. There's millions of people playing it. They updated it. Everybody loves this game. All right. Yesterday, we sat down to do party modes 
And I've, it, it, Jared, I, I, it's been a long week here at Kind of Funny because <laughs> we sat down to do party modes because in a week before Andy got us all Rainbow Six codes or whatever and was like, everybody play this, everybody do this. You got to know what you're doing. I, of course, didn't because I was busy. Yeah. But Nick did. And Nick actually got addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And so every goddamn day I had to hear Andy come in and be like, I'm natural rifle. And Nick be like, I'm Cheeto Fingers. And we've been playing Rainbow Six Siege. And like, they're talking about this and talking about Rain- uh, Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six that, and how great it is. And I need to play it. And I'm like, I'm playing Fortnite right now. Leave me alone. Okay. We sat down and played this thing yesterday. That we play Outbreak mode. Okay. For a party mode. I do not enjoy it. It's fine. It's just uh, in terms of a horde mode, zombie fighting, whatever. I've played better. There's um, some guys coming at you in your shooting. Sure. Now, what what didn't you like about it? Just didn't enjoy I, didn't, I didn't get to partake in this party because sure. it's only three players. Yeah. So it was you, Andy, and Nick doing it. And I didn't I find was it compelling. A little bit. It looked pretty fun. It looked pretty cool. It's just not the kind. And the thing I should say is, I don't think this is a quality speech at all. I think it's just not what I want to play. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I like. If I'm doing horde mode kind of stuff, I want Left for Dead. I want to be able to pick up any weapon and run and gun, and have fun. It's an action movie, blah, blah. Rainbow Six isn't that. And and again, this is not me saying I'm, this game's not for this mode is not for Greg Miller. Is what I'm saying. So you you want a more arcadey kill lots of dudes experience. exactly and. Okay. Because it's this weird mix-up of, you know, I played Rainbow Six Vegas back on Xbox 360 when I first moved here with a whole bunch of IGN people. We played often. And that was a very methodical, mm-hmm. we're moving Tactical, through, we're doing this thing. Yeah, exactly. Strategy. Which I liked a lot. Whereas now trying to mix in, for me personally, the more, um, you know, technical combat of a Rainbow Six game with these zombies or infected or whatever the hell they are running at you and mm-hmm. be like, hey, we're setting the bomb and then we got to wait until I just we kept dying and I wasn't having fun and it was just like whatever. And so we finished it and Andy signed off. I'm like, all right, great. We're moving on to another game. And like, oh, no, now we're going to do terrorist hunt. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I just it's the same way. I don't like, I don't want to play fighting games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a, a street fighter. They're obviously great games. No, no I'm not. This is not for Greg. We jumped in and did terrorist hunt and holy fucking shit. Was that awesome? Really? I had a blast. Okay. It was 100% very quickly. We finished it and I wanted to go home and play Far Cry, but there was a point where I was like, do I want to tell everybody to try to do this again tonight? Because that was so much fun because it's the Rainbow Six. I know mixed mm-hmm. in with Siege's whole ability to break down walls and use gadgets and you know oh. fuck around and shit. So you feel kind of like 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 James Bond, Fortniteing, Super Spy. No, Ninja, not Super or? Spy at all. I feel like we are a tactical team and we're okay. going in to get these motherfuckers. But it's, it's right. tactical, but with ability. Like with like, yeah. I loved being able to look at the walls and watching you. Uh, you sledge. 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 Oh, sledge. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah, the sledgehammer yeah. going in and just like breaking bah. the walls down yeah, and yeah. hitting stuff, and then there'd be the things that were like. Barricade reinforced, more, yeah, reinforced yeah, yeah. so you couldn't get through. But it's like then you hit the part that didn't have that. And it broke them. My video games are fucking cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, and it that, was rad. And right, that was the thing of us all working together of what everybody's ability was and mm-hmm. trying to stick together. It reminded me, which is goofy, of course, because uh, it reminded me of that PlayStation VR game we played, Firewall at PSX, where mm-hmm. it was me and Andy in PlayStation VR with two other players in PlayStation VR facing off against two other or four other play- people as the opponent team, and it was the exact same thing of. Rainbow Six, first person. We're going there. We have to communicate. We yeah. have to talk. You have to know who's doing what. And Andy being like, oh, I'm tossing out a drone. This is in back to Rainbow Six Siege. I'm tossing out a drone. Don't shoot it. Okay, there's guys up there. There's over there. Contact this, that. You know what I mean? Like, it was awesome. And it was so much fun. And it was cool to work. The game's beautiful. The game's fun. Like, uh, 
I want to play more of that, which is and like when we ended that one, I was like, fuck, I don't Let's have enough time going. to do yeah. another one. Yeah. I wanted I would, another one. I but- totally wanted to do as well. And what I liked about it is the mode that we played was against bots. Yeah. And it kind of, as somebody that had never played it before, jumping in, I'm like, oh, this is fun. I feel like I can, I, when I died, I was like, all right, that's my fault. But when I was killing people, it felt good. Yeah, 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 totally. And like working with you guys and going, especially working as a team, even though we didn't do that well doing that. Party uh, mode. Part of the Every fun. Wednesday, patreon.com slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash When we did and using the, mm-hmm. like there was a moment where I used the drone to go out and, and find people and mark them down. I'm like, this is, it's really cool. So is the teamwork the hook for you? Is that what does it? Yeah, I wouldn't want to play alone. It's definitely the idea of us playing together and the stories we were having, right, Mm -hmm. of our successes and our failures. And like, you know, when everybody was dead on one time, one of the playthroughs but me and like everybody watching my screen, like through spectating and commenting and they see this and like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Like there was that, but there was the, we're all together. How are we going to do this? Wait, did it accomplish that rarest of all video game feats? Did you have fun losing? Oh yeah, I so, love that. So here's I love my what problem. Game, oh, that's oh man. Is I disagree, and this is just where I come in with with my style of play. Is I much prefer the the Halo type games where it's like, oh, you die, you get to come back in and play. Sure, like maybe have a, a longer respawn or something. But it's like, and I get it, and I understand the importance of the the PUBG style, Counter Strike style. You dead, you dead. But I I didn't like you know, having a, like 15 minutes later of you just like going around doing your thing and not being able to, to play sure. and do stuff. And I get that's not the game. I could there's a, I could play firefight and Halo if that's what I'm looking right, for. Right, right, right. But <laughs> I I did enjoy the 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 fun of it of when I was playing. But yeah, it's just like when I lost, I was kind of like, I knew why I lost. And I was like ready to get back in. I was just like, I wish I can get back in quicker. I hear you. Yeah, I like the finality of it. I think that works for that thing. I like the idea of, you know, we jumped in, there's whatever, 18 or 14 terrorists that you've got to go through and get, and there's only some, there's four of us, and how mm-hmm. is that going to net out in the end and seeing those numbers trickle down on both sides of the equation? So I need to camp out here because this is the kind of game that I really do enjoy, but I tend to only enjoy when I'm in the room with people. Sure. Like I want to be in the mm, office. Point. I want to be yeah, in yeah, yeah. the same building, and I realize that's such an uh, you know that that's such an anachronistic way to think. That's a land party way of of thinking. That's yeah. far gone. But I don't enjoy that kind of experience as much online. And I love it when I'm in the room and I can feel the energy and hear the shouts echoing off the walls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna, I'm just gonna have to sneak in here and do this. Someday. Yeah. No, I definitely want to do more of them. Okay. And I know Andrew is a big fan, so we yeah, should get together. And get I would a whole love that. Together, it yeah. sounds great. I'm but no, it was that. super fun. Yeah. Did and you? Then, uh, oh, go ahead. Go for it. Did you uh, play Undertale yet? I well, did. We're, we're oh, we're okay, it's on the agenda. There's I didn't realize because we're trying to be better oh, with time I'm, codes. I'm just sorry about that. Yeah, man. no, you, you're killing it. You're killing right. it. Uh, we, we'll we'll get to the the Jared Petty challenge soon. Uh, but after Rainbow Six, we played Fortnite. Yeah, that was interesting for my first time playing. That was your first time playing. Fortnite, first time huh? playing. The first time. I mean, I obviously am aware of Fortnite. Sure, the phenomenon yeah. that it is. Uh, you can just wake up from a coma. And <laughs> the first time I actually really watched it, I watched about an hour of the Drake and Ninja stream mm-hmm. that they did. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I, I got an idea of the building and, and how, how it differs from PUBG. Sure. Smaller map and um, just kind of a different focus. And it was cool and interesting to me. It looked overcomplicated. Um, and from playing it, I'm like, oh, this is overcomplicated. But it's one of those things where it's really not. And that's just, it just on the surface seems that way. After playing about three rounds, I was like, I mean, I'm still not able to build. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I am having fun and having a team of people that didn't know what they were doing to an extent. Yeah. Uh, made it, made it a lot of fun. I'm like, man, I totally get this. And it played, it did play better than PUBG. Although I will, I hate the fact that I'm playing these games and there's all this like weird popping issues. And you were saying it's just the internet. I went home and did it on mine. I was still having them. I guess I just don't know what you were seeing. That's the biggest it's, thing. It's like when when you're like you're playing and then it's just like in the distance you just see like like a bush pop up or a tree mm-hmm. pop up. And to me, with that type of game, if I see motion, you think I want to fucking game? shoot it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Ah. And, it, and that that 
I just hate it. And it happened to me in a totally different type of game, but Shadow of the Colossus, mm. where I'm like, it's such a beautiful game that to me, the visuals are kind of ruined when I'm seeing the grass textures like pop up in front of me. It reminds me of Inception, watching things just kind of build and form. See, I have astigmatism, so that's how the whole world works for me anyway. I never noticed. <laughs> Everything's uh, popping exactly. in real life. <laughs> but, um, what about, I'd like to ask you to qualify the statement. You said it played better than PUBG. Can you, can you define that? What do you mean by that? I feel like I was in more control mm. of it. I felt like I went when I hit the buttons to, to make If you want to look up there, things, you're going to be able to look up there real just, quick. I, I was doing that and like, you know, with the, with the exception of the the pop in, I felt like the, it just the the world loaded better. Like mm. going around where I feel like PUBG, I mean, man, if I'm bitching about pop it in uh Fortnite. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. In PUBG, that it's just that's just the way that it is. It could be right in front of me and a building will, will pop up, but um, I don't know. It just I liked I liked the way it controlled, and I, for me, I feel like that's how I it played better. Okay, makes sense. Uh, does it does it feel more refined to you, more polished? I mean, I, it's definitely clear that mm-hmm. you know it's being made by a real team of, of people that make games. And again, Epic, a lot of this yeah. is, I'm probably uh, biased about just from other people's opinions and, and reading about it and seeing you know people's thoughts on it. But uh, it definitely, I'd be interested if PUBG. Had the same group making it that Fortnite does. I like where that game. Oh sure, yeah. If it had the resources that Fortnite has, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will say. I mean, from my experience, I like PUBG better. Wow. Mm -hmm. See, I'm totally the opposite. And I and I, I I guess that's not 100 percent correct. I love PUBG. Right when that dropped on Xbox, Kevin and I played a ton of it. I'm a big fan Mm -hmm. of it, and that's that's what I know it from. We play a little bit PC here and there. Fortnite continues to be. Since Andy said we got to start playing Fortnite uh, for party mode or whatever, so I get your feet wet. When I jumped back into Fortnite, it was the same night I got the mobile version and I played them all, and I was amazed by the progression being linked together. I was amazed by the fidelity on mobile and on a console and all this different stuff. Fortnite is a game I will be, or would be at least, super down the rabbit hole with if there weren't a million other things I need to play right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mobile version. Yeah. How's it play? I think it plays really well. Like, again, understand I'm the most novice Fortnite player, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, well, not the most, I guess. I can, I don't build a lot, but I, you know, that's the thing is like, I feel like there's the progression of it. Of when Fortnite originally dropped and I tried it and it was a very, uh, you know, it was a, m- a little more cumbersome to build. Mm-hmm. I was very much like, I'm just not going to build. I'm just going to run on PUBG. It. And that was fine, but it wasn't great. And so now coming back and it is a bit easier the way they've done it, the way you paint with stuff, as Andy's always talking about. I find myself now being like, Oh, I want to get up to that high spot. I'm going to do this and do that and get in there, break the wall, get in, build a wall behind me. Like, I know this. This is not advanced mechanics at it's all. Learning the language. Yeah, now, exactly. Now exactly. Can, I'm, I'm in the process of taking the steps right now. Mm-hmm. And if I, this had dropped on a January time frame for me, if this is coming to my life in a January time frame where it was a drought and I didn't have a million things to play, I think I'd be playing a lot more of it. Now, to me, the mobile version runs really well. That's what I wanted to ask. If I'm playing on mobile, am I going to going to go into compromise rage? See, I really enjoy if I'm playing a game on a mobile platform that's been well ported and maybe they slow things down, for example, so that the the input le- or the change control input is compensated for in the game, and everybody's still on that level playing field. And while things have to be done more slowly, it paces out and everything's still equaled out. I love that. Or I love games that are designed with mobile interface in, uh, in mind in the first place. Sure. Am I going to have that kind of compromise may, uh, rage coming over from Fortnite on uh, a, a console platform and playing it on phone, or am I going to adapt well to that? Quickly? I am not the guy to answer because I haven't played enough to be like, oh, man, I'm so invested in this thing. Like Even Andy, who's played a lot of PC Fortnite, mm-hmm. is like, man, it's just harder to build. It's hard to build on console. Ver- and I'm like, I'm, sh- I'm sure it is. For me, it's super easy yeah. because I don't know the opposite, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so as somebody who don't know, like, I'm, I'll jump in right now. Cool, Greg, do you know how to run Skycam? 
You, you might want to grab Kevin and get Sky Cam up and running so he can do that pinch zoom shit he does Sky all the time. Sky Cam. But like, yeah, I mean, right now, like in terms of, I can't imagine, and again, not being good at the game, period, but being somebody who is, I, I'm going to jump in on mobile and play with other players, not mm -hmm. on mobile, right? Like I jump in and it says up there that you're playing on the same platform and all these mm -hmm. different things. Uh, is there a compromise too? Of course there is. I mean, it's not, yeah. Is I, I'd prefer to have a controller. I'd prefer to do this. I think there's solutions for not having the controller can work. you? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I mean, think they've yeah. added that yet. Oh, they haven't added that. I don't yet? know. I wouldn't be surprised. But I mean, like it runs and it's responsive. And again, it's mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm t I was talking about it before where I can't imagine like when I was we were running around screwing around uh, coming back from Dice and I ran into the Lair guys and they were playing the knockoff PUBG mode or PUBG version, not Fortnite. It was that thing of like, okay, cool. Um, right, we got Skycam. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. Uh, of oh, well, let's do one again. Uh, I I mean, like you've played on your PlayStation, right? Yeah. I mean, like this looks like it and yeah, I don't, it I don't feel like there's a compromise big enough for me to be like, man, what's going on? There's the popping. Yeah, that popping? <laughs> or somebody already trashed it. No, there it is. Like, oh, what, was that popping or was that someone building a bridge? I th well, since they were already up there, I think oh, it was popping. See, yeah, but that's, I, that's exactly. I think you just about. answered my most important question, which is that you have the ability to make sure you're only playing with people on your same platform. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That, that, that's going to do, and that's I, probably going to do it. And for again, me right as a there. novice Fortnite player, I imagine that's fine. I imagine there's ways not to do it that way because mm -hmm. it says up there that you're only playing with people. I yeah. imagine settings you can jump in and cross platform. Yeah, yeah you're about I to drop to in. play on phone with other people. On like phone I, it's it, I think for me, it just came along at the right time of, okay, cool. I'm just getting my feet wet in Fortnite, and now I'm going to go cook a little bit. Oh, I've been, you know, I played an hour and a half at, on the PlayStation four. Yeah. Now I'm going to go put something in the oven and f fool around in this and like, great. I'm bad at the PlayStation four version. I'm bad at this version. And when I say bad, keep in mind, I got to number four on my second game. Yeah. Like, right. Like getting my two chicken dinners in PUBG were totally me hiding as a coward and then running people over in cars <laughs> and like that was the thing when I put up the screens people were like you only killed one person how did you do it I'm like well I'm a fucking coward and I at the very end yeah. I'll swoop in and kill you whereas with Fortnite I got to number four and had a bunch of kills because this one plays more like third person shooters I'm used to okay whereas PUBG has even on Xbox PUBG feels like I'm playing a PC shooter mm -hmm. which I'm not good at I'm not accustomed to that's not how I play you know people when you play a shooter on console and you are a PC gamer like my wife. Yeah. She's always like, ah, it's too, it's too floaty. It's not, I, you know I'm, I mean? one of, I'm one of those people. And like, yep. Since I only know that this just feels more natural for sense, me anyway. Yeah. And I think the Fortnite control scheme they have again as a super novice works That's, where it's like I can run and then like if you, you know, you can start shooting by tapping, but there's also a shoot button above the, uh, yeah, joystick. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to figure out the shooting thing. Shoot, right, go above with your, uh, the, above the joystick with your, uh, uh, uh left hand. You can, you do that, whatever. So the importance but it's of, like, it's of original to, control. That's it's really totally good. like, uh, yeah, if, if I you oh. hand me a PlayStation 4 controller and a PS4 Pro or that in my mobile, my phone, what am I going to choose? I'm going to choose the PlayStation 4, but... Oh my God. This is kind of mind-blowing. I'm going right? to be real. And that's my thing is like... I, I it's Is it free on mobile too? Yeah. yeah I mean, oh right now God. it's invite only, but uh, that's wow. my thing of uh, when I got it, I tweeted out like, holy shit, I'm not... This is... Mobile gaming is not my jam. Fortnite is not my jam. Yeah. I'm not coming in as I would be talking like, hey man, I know everything about fucking PlayStation Vita. Like, I'm like, holy shit, this thing runs so great. And so mm -hmm. many people are like, oh, it's not 60 frames per second. And oh yeah, whatever, Greg. Like a bunch of other people are like, no, I love it. It's great. I can't believe it. It's like, for what they're trying to do, it's great. And this when is, this is really and when I went to bed that night, right? And it was like, oh cool, uh, you know, Jen's washing her face, or whatever. Yeah, I'll start a game. And I started a game and played. And it was like, this is kind of what we've always dreamed about. No, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my thing is, especially on the the iPhone 10. But yeah, it works very well because you get so much screen real estate where having your thumbs on the screen isn't obscuring yeah. too much. Yeah, because uh, even with the iPhone, um, like with the, with the previous iPhones, the, even the big ones, like I feel like 
these type of games, my thumbs got in the way too much, but there's a lot of real yeah. estate. There. And for me, it's like one of those, it's just such a gate, such a great gateway, a drug to it of like, okay, cool. I have some time and I do it. And I'm like, man, that was really fun. I do want to play more when I get home. I do want to do more here. Now I'm going to ask my wrong side of the tracks question. Sure. When, when we get an Android. Dude, just give up. All right. Just give up and come to us. The real, the real, I, I came over from, from your side. I came over from my That was phone. a dumb move. That was a dumb uh, move. I left. You, you listen too much to Kevin. The real question is, and I know they've said no, but when are we getting on Switch? Because mm. you want to talk about fucking game over. You can play this on Switch. I'm yeah. at the airport and I'm playing on Wi Fi. Um, you know, I'm, we get here and we all want to go screw around, drop in. Like, not that it's. Well, for us, it is hard. You know, what I mean, we don't ha- all have stand. I do, but we don't all have standing PlayStation Four setups and things mm-hmm. ready to go. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, God forbid, I can't play a PlayStation game on my desk whenever, at, whenever I want to. But for everybody yeah. else, good point. Yeah, wow. That I just playing it right now. That blew my mind. Like, I expected you should to be get an invite because I mean, there's way I, more time. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Like, there's something to this. It's I really I'm enjoy really really impressed with this. It's really exciting to see this happen. And see, right? that's it's, the thing. As somebody who doesn't enjoy mobile gaming, yeah. I can see myself doing it. And like mm-hmm. the fact that it's all just, like I'm still so blown away that it's just one unified account and you drop in and it's the same no, interface. It's the same everything. And yeah, I bought that skin, so there it's already. It's, Kind of, it almost has like that Chrono Trigger ring to it. Like somebody sat down and made a list of everything that you hated about RPGs and took all that out and just yeah. left the good stuff. Yeah. And then made a list of everything you wanted and threw it in. That it, it seems like every feature has been very, very, very carefully thought out. Yeah, that's, that's I, 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 I am remiss. I am at yeah. I can't think of another game that has had I've turned around on perception on so quickly in like the journey Fortnite has been on from announcement from Cliff Blazinski. Oh, that's a cool trailer. Whatever silence for years finally resurfaces at judges week. And I see it and I'm like, oh, that's a cool game. I'll never play that. I don't want to do that kind of thing, but I understand why people would like it releases to very little fanfare. It looks like it's just gonna be another paragon where if you mm-hmm. like it, you like it. And if not, you don't. They come out and they they say, hey, yeah, we love PUBG. We're putting a battle royale for you to play mode in our game. But and everybody's like, well, that's a weird thing to say. And is it bad? And, and boom, PUBG is going to talk shit about him. And then they fucking come out and people love it. And they continue to go on. Mm-hmm. Had a very interesting meeting today. Ooh, I'm not going to tell you. It? No, I don't no. think I want to talk. Well, I probably could. But I want to read the article this person wrote. And it's a friend of ours. Oh, you, you, you. There's yeah. no easy way for me to tell you I who think it I, was. I think I know. I think okay. I know. Oh, you saw it on the counter. Calendar. I'm so yeah. confused. <laughs> but it was this whole like mad theory like f- diatribe thing he described it as like a fever dream that he wrote of like chronicling how Fortnite <laughs> turned all this thank around you. and got thank you very much awesome. I just got an invite nice yeah. who's watching uh, I don't know if I should say names that's probably I, I bet I can tell who's watching I, I, want, I, I want an invite send Jared an invite I want an invite okay send Jared an invite Thanks. Um. thank you and so yeah uh again as somebody who hasn't tracked all of it just like oh that's cool Fortnite's doing that and it seems popular and all this stuff's popular like going back to a certain update that then kind of catapulted it I don't know Fortnite's crazy and I can't believe it's doing what it's doing yeah no uh, playing it the one thing that I did like a lot more than PUBG is the coloring of the the weapons to know what's better than the other because like playing PUBG I don't fucking know and I know it says level one level two level three or whatever the number of things that PUBG has but I I like how clear it is in once you understand the coloring system I feel and I'm sure somebody who's more invested in PUBG or whatever would maybe argue with me. And maybe it's just because I was playing the Xbox version that has so many problems with it. But like Fortnite, whether it be on the mobile phone or on the PlayStation 4, just the immediacy of it. It's what you're talking about, kind of, right? It's permadeath. But I feel like, oh, shit, I died. Restart. Ding, ding. Yeah. I'm back in. 
Yeah. Whereas PUBG is, it felt like a little bit more like, oh fuck, all right, well, this is granted me and Kevin playing, we're a bunch of idiots. So like we leave <laughs> and then like the party got disbanded because it's fucking or game access. You gotta try to add each other, it doesn't work. Somebody joins, fuck, get him mm-hmm. out of here, do this. Yeah. Go in, load, there's no textures, here come the textures, like all this different <laughs> stuff. Here come the textures. And just the fa- the pace and the speed of the game, I like so much of like it just doesn't feel as like when I die in PUBG, it is like, all right, cool. Oh, that was I, I, I it took me a long time to get to that death. Whereas mm. in Fortnite, I feel like I'm just going to go. the size of the map. Probably sure. Sure. That's a good point. Do you think do you think PUBG is going to survive this? Yeah, it'll survive. I think it'll keep yeah. going. But I, it, it, it is the question of I mean, PUBG Mobile just launched in yeah. the US. Yeah, yeah. As mm-hmm. well. And it did really well. You know, of course, it's actually out, whereas this is invite only. And there's a few apples and oranges comparisons. there. But uh, yeah, PUBG is going to survive. But the question is how much further ahead can Epic get to make mm-hmm. PUBG like H1Z1? Like, you know, can it can it right. do that? Can it get to where it's DayZ, where we're, we're just so far gone, you don't even think about the predecessor that came? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Fortnite does that, but it easily could because every story I read on Kotaku about schools banning phones and they've crashed the Wi-Fi at this high school and like people are narking on each other. It's like, geez, like, all about Fortnite on mobile because like it's Pokemon just cars, everyone man. wants to play. Yeah. Uh, Iconoclast, Greg, another oh, game that ooh. you played. I jumped back in. So if you remember, probably on a games cast, I said something like started it, played it for 15 minutes before something happened. And I had to leave it, and I, but I really liked what I played on uh, the plane ride home again because I'm doing Mr. Jared Petty's homework. Oh, oh, that's exciting. His assignment. Uh, I at some point popped over. I was like, what else do I have? And oh, Iconoclast and played more uh, Iconoclast on Vita. Still really dig that game. I think. It didn't get enough fanfare when it came out. It is. This is going to sound insulting. Uh, and, you know, I hope uh, the ghost of Colin doesn't come and get me. Uh, it's like, for me, a more attractive Mega Man to me. Mm. Where it is, she feels lighter. The, gu- the gunplay seems faster. Mm-hmm. It's not as punishing. And so that's what it is of running around then with a few light puzzle solving elements of like, but like making me actually think of like, okay crank this thing open, go through the doorway, crank the next one, but how do I get that to the moving platforms around and stuff? 2D side-scroller, like everything I just described. The Mega Man comparison is interesting to me. Yeah. I hadn't heard that from a kind of class. Before, yeah, so it's, that's... I mean, and again, this is somebody who doesn't have that attachment to those games mm-hmm. and doesn't have that in my repertoire, so some, Colin would probably scoff, or maybe he would have, Colin would be able to tell you exactly what the differences and similarities are. Whereas for me, it's just like, oh, this feels like the way I always wanted Mega Man to play. Okay, so you went from, you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. Give it like, a shot, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's one of those, it's, I think, on everything, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, why not Recently. play it on anything? Why play it on anything but Vita? Exactly, v- trophies, on the yeah. go. What else do you need? You there know what I mean? Go. There you go. And then you you finally did it, Greg. You yeah. went back for yeah. the Jared Petty Challenge. So if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, weeks ago, long ago, Reverend Jared Petty and I were on this very, sh- this is the very same show. Yep. And Undertale came up as a Nindy. Yep. To which people were very excited about. It, and I was like, cool, I'm glad people are excited. I know people love this game. It just didn't click for me. And Jared was aghast and said, what? How did it not click? And da-da-da. I'm like, well, I didn't get that far. I don't even, it's like, you're not even on the tutorial. You got to keep playing. It's not even that long. You're going to enjoy yourself. Blah, blah, blah. I am now, I've gotten the trophy. That's something like for the, I'll read it to you. It, it, it insinuates I'm at the midpoint. Okay. It's a silver trophy. I beat one of the, the one of the skeleton dudes. Yeah. Okay. You know one, what I'm talking One about? of the skeleton dudes. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the skinny one. He's my friend now. He's, yeah. he's got some cute dialogue. Yeah. There. I got some, got some brothers there. Got some yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going What's on. his name again? I forget. You talking name. about Seraph or Sans? Oh yeah. It's Sans. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't he the skinny one? Who's like, uh, got the, got the chip on his shoulder. Very cute of like, you know, go, go fight my brother. It means a lot to him kind of thing. I liked all that stuff. 
I want to get the trophy right. Those are, those are right. my Iconoclast trophies, everybody. Sorry. Got to dig up those trophies there. Mm-hmm. You realize n- this trophy you're mentioning will mean nothing it, to me. It's midpoint is what I got. Arrive at Waterfall. Does okay, at the Waterfall. Okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. Right. It's about halfway through. I still do not like this game. Don't like the game. I'm all sorry. Right. I'm I, sorry. I'm trying. That's the midpoint. I appreciate you giving it yeah. the good college try. Now, I love be, you. To be fair, yeah. reaching the midpoint of this game means you've act- you're actually only about a tenth through it. One of those um, days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, midpoint in this game is is, is actually a, a terrible lie. Okay. Uh, okay. But I hoped that that I could just be like I've played it. I've played it. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, uh, most of uh, most of what you'll discover about Undertale doesn't reveal itself until you've beaten it the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I'm about that life. Yeah, that's that near automata life. No, no. Do. It's it's well beyond that even. I, okay, I don't know. Okay. It's it's very much. A I love game. the people yeah. love it. It's just like it just for me it just doesn't on any box check I anything. I appreciate like. you trying. You know I'm there for you. Did you? Uh, how did you approach the game? I'm curious. What, what was your? How did you the engage first the characters around you? Oh, um, I'm not when I can not when I can spare my spare. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Well, are you sparing people? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. When I spare yeah. people, I can spare. I spare you them. wanted to do that, or what? What motivated? Oh, yeah, you of course. Like I, I think there's a whole misunderstanding here. Uh-huh. It seems like there's a giant misunderstanding whenever I talk to people about monsters and humans, especially when I get down there and they got this lovely little town. So why would s- I want to come in here? When and you everybody? said you could spare anyone, you spared anyone. Yeah. Who did you find you couldn't spare? Uh, the frog in the beginning, right? Didn't, didn't I have to kill him? Stuff, go, stuff going on in this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People always do that. Eh? Wink, wink. I'm, 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 I'm no, I, I, well, people are doing that because they don't want to spoil Undertale. Uh, no, but spoilers. Just things, tell me why anybody cares about this game. I don't get it. What people be involved? Huh? What's that? Nothing. Keep okay, going. he's making some dumb Tim reference. Don't worry. It's about Disney. It's Here's near. a quick pitch on why people care about Undertale. Um, are we spoiling one, it? Uh, no, I don't want to spoil Shit. it. Um, <laughs> do it, coward. Don't, huh? No, don't, don't do it. No, that'll make people too angry because yeah. Undertale. Really, if you spoil Undertale, there's no point in playing. Okay, it is. It is really that much. A, but the way you engage and approach the world around you has monumental consequences. Mm-hmm. Not the not some dialogue tree changes or some opening up of of small things or or maybe a different ending. It has monumental changes in the way that the game plays out. Also, the game will not, and this is uh, no spoiler, I think, for anybody that knows anything about Undertale, the game will not let you forget what you've done. Um, There is no restarting. There is no new game. Mm. I don't know if you realize that or not, but the decisions you've made in previous playthroughs, even if you restart or die and come back or try something differently, the game knows you did that. Oh, interesting. And it will have an effect in the world uh, because your attempt to restart is is metatextually connected to what's going on in the story and how it unfolds. Mm-hmm. The game kind of knows you're sitting there playing it, and the story is connected to that, and I don't want to okay. go any farther with that. But you will come to moments in Undertale where decisions that you made flippantly hours earlier as something you just do when you play a video game will come back to haunt you and, for me, break you. Uh, it's a because you start caring about some of what's going on, or I did. Yeah. And when you get invested, you discover that the way you have nonchalantly approached this has affected these people in ways you would have never predicted in a video game. I've ne- mm-hmm. The closest mm-hmm. analogy I can draw is Mother 3, if you've ever played that. No. I mean, um, I know of it. Yeah. Mother 3 has this this idea that the actions of the characters around you are really affecting these very real people in the world in in ways that are not easily predicted. And you get some of that with, with Undertale. So without going on a long rant, I can understand not enjoying it as a Dragon Quest-style RPG. Um, I do think it's a work 
uh, I'm a fun masterwork. I enjoy the combat very much. I enjoy the pacifist combat even more. Mm -hmm. We're trying not to kill people. Uh, taking the opposite stretch and trying a genocide run is likewise, <laughs> and that's a very real thing. Yeah. Uh, you come to moments in the game where it all loops back in fascinating ways, but instead of that being like a gimmick, it opens up new avenues to gameplay. And that's and unfortunately you won't reach that at the point that you're at in the game. Sure. Um, because halfway is yeah, it's 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 lying to you. Gotcha. That's all I can say. Okay. Um, but yeah. So Jared, we're only gonna talk about two games that you've been playing this week. Two games. Two games. The first one you were issued to challenge for enchanting Mahjong match. Now before I was issued a challenge. Space kittens in, in space or whatever the Space fuck cats with lasers. Space cats with lasers. Got that challenge. Now an enchanting Mahjong match. We needed to know, was there anything enchanting about it? What's the story? Enchanting Mahjong match is not particularly enchanting. No! It's a it's a competently made solo Mahjong game. It's um, just Mahjong? That's it? It's, it's Mahjong Solitaire. Uh, and you're sitting there trying to match tiles and some little things built in like here's a bomb and here's a timer and here's a reward system but it's a decently made competent thoughtful kind of well polished Mahjong Solitaire game where the better you do the more tiles you can, can take off so you can look at women doing quote unquote sexy poses so that's um, the enchanting they're right? enchanting they're, they're sitting there kind of going like that yeah. and we can spare yeah. you the money on the game. You know, <laughs> you get it free I, here. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to take away from uh, because it is. Uh, there's. There's a little more TLC in in the interface design and stuff than you often mm -hmm. find in products like that. Frankly, they they did put a lot of work into it. Um, so I don't want to besmirch that. But if you like, this motherfucker just dropped the word besmirch. besmirch. Yeah. If you if you like Mahjong Solitaire, sure. Um, I'm not a big fan of of you know there there used to be like gals panic when I go to Japanese cart. Uh, arcades and it's just a game of kicks where you're trying to make a scantily clad woman underneath visible by drawing boxes around her not not really my cup of tea uh so i have a question for you then yeah was kirby star, star allies your cup of tea so wait kirby star allies is that kirby easy allies star allies is that what it's <laughs> love yeah. and respect it's star allies star allies easy allies, easy allies is, is another brandon Patreon. jones there's yeah. something in my head that got brandon, mixed up. they've been talking to you they're trying to hire you too I got brandon jones stars. back oh, the fuck okay. off anyway Kirby's fun. Um, I like fun Kirby games. Or fun? Fun. Fun. Okay. Yeah, Kirby's fun. Uh, I like Kirby games. It's a Kirby game. Uh, it's a mainline Kirby game, which means you're getting a very easy, highly creative game. Um, you will have a fun time platforming. You will feel powerful. You have a ridiculously diverse moveset for a game with such of such relative simplicity and mm -hmm. lack of, of challenge. You can engage it lots of different ways, constantly get new abilities. The AI is good. Your, your companions are helpful to you. They don't get in your way. There's some really creative, fun things you can do with the characters come together. The puzzles are super easy. Uh, it is a great game to sit on a train and play when you just want to escape into a colorful world of fancy and fun for a while. It's a good game to play with people. Uh, you can play with up to four people. It plays fine by itself. It's a good game to play with your kids. Uh, it, it's um, it's fun. I, it's the kind of thing that if you went and did a party mode with it, there wouldn't be a lot of screaming and shouting about for us, about then. tension. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's it's not that kind of approach, but it is full of awe or oh that's cool or 
this is a game where one of your, you know, you can use your ability, you steal enemies' abilities, you steal enemies and turn them into allies, and then the allies can grant you their abilities on top of the ones you've stolen. So suddenly I turn into an iced curling disc and a friend kicks me along mm-hmm. and I blast through a wall. And, you know, it's fun things like that. It's, and I, I played the game as well uh, just a little bit. I'd say maybe an hour or mm-hmm. an hour and a half uh, with Gia, which Gia. was a, a moment because she doesn't play games. And I've been trying to like little by little, every once in a while she'll be interested in something and be like, Let, let's try. I'm like, all right. And uh, we tried Super Mario World a couple months back and I talked about that and it's like, it's, it's she doesn't get it. Like, it, and it's crazy to me. I'm like, how do you not get it? But it's like, she just doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. But she, she did understand the move and jump. Once you added the run, that's where things just got all messed up. And that's why her, watching her play Kirby, I'm like, huh, she gets it. Mm-hmm. Like, Totally instinctively, I didn't need to tell her anything. She was just playing, and it, was, it made a lot more sense because of the pacing. And I'm like, okay, cool. I Just watching the game, knowing the game, like it's for younger kids and for playing in groups with, with other people. I'm like, okay, cool. There's definitely a place for this game. Not for me. Yeah, um, I, I But think the things that I liked about it, though, is I feel like it has the same level of, of polish that a lot of the Wii U... Uh, era Nintendo games did where it's like uh, visually it looks great uh, mm-hmm. the colors and the just the models they use for everybody is awesome the the sound design and music is awesome and uh, a new level for for Nintendo and for Kirby um, and I feel like that's something that Kirby's always had a really good grasp on is the music composition and uh, just com- all of that and so there is a charm to it all. But the thing about the party modes is I feel like there is a fun there because the once you get to the boss fights, yeah. it does turn into kind of chaos when you're working with the four people and one person is kicking the ice block away. And it's like, it, it's fun in the same way that uh, New Super Mario Bros. four players yes. is fun mm. where it's like, it's frustrating. Yeah. But I feel like Kirby is like a step back from that? Yeah. It's not, like, not as frustrating because I was super frustrated. Yeah, it's not as frustrating. You can't screw your friends over as bad. Yeah, yes. yeah uh, the, the screwing over is more like, ah, and then get back to it. It's not like, oh, I'm in a bubble. Get me out of the fucking bubble. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Kirby is not a game about failing. Uh, it, it, it is, it is, it's not an experience. There is challenge. There are stakes, but the stakes are fairly low, and that's one of the things that I like about it. And it was always designed that way, all the way back to the original Game Boy game. Yeah, it's just kind of a thing that's like, yeah, this is a charming, musically gratifying, slow-paced, super well-designed, super polished platformer. That and now you can bring along some friends. Uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn is probably the closest analogy. I played that one. I think that was probably my first. Mainline, my first Kirby game Did that I like ever it? played. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was super simple, but it was it was it was what it was, and it was cute and endearing, and I ran, I played it. Yeah, this isn't quite as cute as Epic Yarn, yeah. but as a game, it's a little more polished. So you're trading okay. one for the other. Like it's still cute and beautiful, yeah, yeah. but it's it's definitely made some sacrifices to have four people in. But it also has some really fun ideas, and you got that kind of Smash Bros. move set for Kirby Kirby going on, which is also fun. Yeah, playing as the allies is fun. I I like it a lot. Um. I uh, I think there's a kind of a chauvinism around the world, particularly of console gaming sometimes, or one well, of this goes to PC too, that, that I think of as, as shooter chauvinism. And, okay. and that's when you, you pick up a controller and you're going to play a game. And if you're playing a first person game, you immediately expect to, contr- to control like Call of Duty. Sure. And if you're playing a third person game, you immediately expect it to control like Uncharted. Sure. And those games, you know, we've learned where all the buttons are. We know how everything's supposed to work, and that's that. And if anyone diverges away from that, even for good reason, I immediately, immediately see negative response. This isn't exactly what I'm already used to. Yeah. It's the same on PC. If you don't control with WASD and a mouse, yeah, yeah. 
then well, why would you bother? And oh, go ahead. In the Fortnite Let's Plays, that was something I kept bitching about. Like, not like bitching, but oh fuck, I'm doing it again. Of every, I I want to crouch, so I hit circle, but that brings up the building map. I'm like, fuck no, sorry, mm -hmm. R3 is crouch on this game. And then jumping into Far Cry last night again, it's just like, oh, perfect. This is exactly how it should control. And the problem is, I think if we get into that too far, we begin to do some of what we got at the end of the the second great. Uh, and beginning of the third great console generation when when we had platformers and side-scrolling platformers almost, I mean, they got brilliant, but they also got stale Yeah, because we're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. You don't want that. You can have your comfort food, but if you're not going to play a game because it's unfamiliar, and I feel like Kirby suffers from this a little bit. Mm -hmm. if you're not going to play a game because it's easy and you don't like easy things. You're not going to play a game because it's colorful or chaotic. I think you're missing out on something. I, the example I always use from my childhood is Bionic Commando, one of the best platformers ever. In, in the history of the medium, it's, it's a top 10 platformer. You can't jump in Bionic Commando. And this is a game that comes out in the NES era of great platformers. And the first time I played it as a kid, I was like, this sucks <laughs> because it's not run and jump. Yeah. It's not run, jump, shoot. It's not the controls I'm used to. It's not by then the great platformers were coming out and I'd gotten used to it and I had a feel for it. I was like, this is different. This is awful. I went back to it very soon afterward uh, because somebody's like, no, you got to try this and discovered, oh my gosh, this is the perfect video game. After I spent an hour Relearning. Learning to rewire yeah. my brain that, wow, different can be good. Mm -hmm. Now, Kirby is not Bionic Commando. This the you know this is a fine game, but it's, it's not a it's not a masterpiece. Oh but you it's can an, jump a whole bunch in this game. It's an excellent video game, and I think people that have the means uh, may have a lot more fun with them than they imagine they would. You heard it here first, ladies. Well, probably not first. There's a lot of reviews up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's uh, first. Jared's first. Hello there. You're probably wondering why I gathered you here to this press conference. Uh, you're not alone. These people are wondering as well. The thing is, it's all about movement sunglasses. Now, they are ashamed that they don't have them, so they can't even look at me. They need to ask somebody else. They're just raising their hands, asking, where can I get movement sunglasses? Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you can get them at mvmt.com slash kinda. Just like I did. mvmt.com slash kinda. You see how good I look? I looked this good at the Let's Play Spring Break. Everybody was coming up to me. Adam Kovic, like, Tim, how you looking that good? And I told them moving sunglasses. Gia Harris, my beautiful girlfriend, came up to me and asked me, not at Spring Break, that was just at another event, a private event, you know what I mean, just me and her. She's like, Tim, you're looking so good. How can I look as good as you? So we got matching sunglasses, same style, different colors. She wanted some that are a little bit more trendy. I like to be, you know, a little bit more, uh, what's the word, Kev? Give me the, what word am I looking for? Avrojanti, exactly, Kev. Thank you, thank you so much for that. Uh, premium acetate frames, no cheap plastic. Uh, you got to see these as you're seeing them right now. I look fantastic, Kevin. Do I look good? Oh, You've had movement sunglasses before. You have movement watches. You're a big fan of the whole movement brand, correct? With good reason. Tons of different styles and colors to to choose from. Uh, you should see them yourself. I really do like these ones with just the kind of like the the straight top. Gives it a different look. Most of the time, I have them a little bit more rounded, you know? What, what's the, the, the type of these that are? <laughs> what's the color of these? Tortoise. Tortoise. Man, now you're thinking outside the box. Get 50% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash kinda. You know movement for how they revolutionize the watch industry. Now's the time to check out their sunglasses. Go to mvmt.com slash kinda. Join the movement.
Uh, now it's time for the topic of the show. This one is going to be a lot of fun. It's crazy E3 predictions. Whoa, no, we're crazy. I was over Jack on... Trenton returns. Oh, my God. Is that, is that your crazy E3 That's prediction? crazy. Uh, so this comes from Reset Era. I was over there, and I saw there. A, a really interesting thread called Your Most Out of Left Field E3 Speculations Ooh. That You Actually Believe Are Going to Happen. Was the okay. thread. Right up Tim's alley. Get hype moments. Yeah. Let, come on, I'm in. So I was like, I started reading through it, and as I read through the first page, I was like, all of these posts are really interesting. As like, just think pieces of, could this happen? Will this mm -hmm. happen? And like, yeah. I, I noticed myself kind of answering the question of like, no way, or like, oh, there's a good chance, or maybe. Okay. Well, I haven't thought about that. Oh, and some of that stuff was interesting to the point that I'm like, I want to bring these up to you. So I, I, I went through uh, as the time of doing this, there was five pages on the thread. Um, I tried to take out as many repeats as possible. There, there's a couple, um, but I took them all, and these are just in order uh, of posting, and I want to just run them by you guys and just kind of discuss if we think it's possible, if we think it's a good idea, the, the likelihood of these things happening. Okay. Uh, the original poster was OS Nameless. And OS Nameless says, mine is Sleeping Dogs 2. Oh. I believe that some, that some year Square Enix will make it happen. I noticed that modern set open world games are notably absent. We've seen recent installments in Watch Dogs and Saints Row, and GTA Online is still making bank, so Rockstar won't be interested in a new entry for the time being. I think that leaves a good chance for a game to fill that open world void, and Square Enix is sitting on one of the best open world games in recent years. So last we heard, Sleeping Dogs 2 was canceled, <sighs> that I remember. I remember it was like it was announced or it was in production oh, and, then, and then it, and then it didn't happen because they, okay. they did the remember they did the MMO thing that, that failed mm -hmm. miserably because nobody wanted that. <laughs> I don't know how likely this is. I'm thinking about this and the first two places my mind go one are the Square Enix already last year released a uh, or a little more than a year ago now released a giant open world game they couldn't finish in Final Fantasy 15 uh, an amazing game but not done. I mean, what you got there is, is a fine video game, but it's pretty obvious that at some point the budget ran out and it was time to ship the game. And Sleep, wait, Sleeping Dogs 2, who who made that though? Was that one of the Western devs or? Oh, United. Uh, well, they, oh, no, one, no one made a Sleeping Dogs 2. Sleeping, Sleeping Dogs, Dogs Yeah, United Front Games, mm -hmm. Mod Nation Racers, what the fuck up. Yeah. So Western. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, there's, there's a Western there's difference there from Final Fantasy. But when you, but as a publisher, when you're going to pump your money into a firm, Sleeping Dogs, I, I don't have insider knowledge of this. The impression I get was that the original Sleeping Dogs underperformed based on what they had to put in it because open world games are redonkulously, unimaginably, unthinkably difficult to make, uh, especially in regard to art assets. And I don't want, no matter how difficult you think it is, it's even worse. Everything that exists in that world has to be rendered in high definition. Somebody's out there making a 1920 by 1080 compatible model of every scrap you see on every countertop and every room and the amount of money it takes, even with what artists get paid, to create a universe with that many things that it practically demands a surefire hit to get some banker to sign on the dotted line or to get some publisher, say like Square Enix, to sign on the dotted line. If you're dealing with a property that didn't do well, not because it was mismarketed or because it was inherently flawed, but just because 
it didn't click with the public. And it's even more expensive to make a game now than it was then. And you've got a publisher that did fine on its Final Fantasy XV sales, but between 13 and 15 has definitely come to understand just how much it costs to make an HD game at a time where people's 4K expectations are also rising. I just don't see them taking the risk. That's I think thought. the only thing that makes that possible in any way is that they're still, according, you know, going through this, I remember this and had heard about it. There's still a movie out there. Ideas, yeah, yeah, that was one of the, when they announced a whole bunch of stuff, that was one of the things they announced, Sleeping Dogs movie. But yeah, Tried Wars had the plug pulled on it. Of course, I'm sure you know, United Front Games, defunct. They went out of business. Or they got the plug pulled on them or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't, it's, the, the other wrinkles, they put out that, you know, HD definitive edition. They mm. did re-release it mm. and I don't, but I don't think they saw the sales in that that needed it. It's one of those. It's one of those many games that critically really well and the people who played it really liked mm. it and it was like there was something there. There was a great game there for sure, but I don't know if Square's willing to take that yeah. chance again, especially mm -hmm. when like they're, you know, they're what doing Tomb Raider and Avengers. And I'm talking about Western games. Yeah, you and, know that, what I mean? and that's the reason that I think that it, it's not likely is I think that on the Western front, they, they have their hands full yeah. mm -hmm. with a bunch of different things that they're working on. All hands full on the Western front. Everybody, you. you know, you, you look, every, everybody wants to know they're going to get their money back yeah. and then more. I think that Square Enix is going to let Sleeping Dogs lie. Oh, Boo, we hate you. Of course that been games Thank you. Uh Chobel comes with something Chobel! interesting. Here. Something really interesting that I read this and I went, Psh, ha, no. And then I thought about it. Wait, uh -oh. Yes. Oh, get hype. Microsoft to drop the Xbox Live Gold paywall. You no longer need Xbox Live Gold to play online on Xbox. Wow. Moving it in with Game Pass. Wow. wow, that'd be a that'd be a shaker. I is what they gain equal to what they lose. I'm sure they've run the numbers. I have no idea. Um, I mean, if if there's a formula internally that tells them that makes fiscal sense, Microsoft has not shied away from buying success before. I yeah. mean, they, they've they've they have just thrown money at walls to to make Xbox succeed. So if they're convinced on a ten year plan that this is going to make them more money. Ultimately, that this this will gain the market share. Yeah, I could totally so, be doing that. Just give me. Uh, it's a little bit for specifics here. You're saying the ten dollars I pay in Game Pass would get me the ability to play online. That's the deal. That's where online online gets gated now. Between behind that, behind that other option being maybe it's not ten dollars. Maybe the price does raise a little bit. I I think mm, yeah. Mm, well, so does Xbox or Xbox Gold, whatever it's called, go away completely? They just mm -hmm. take that. If you want to play online, you got to buy the ten. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do, what what about maybe. games with gold? Does that go away? I'm at games with gold. I think then becomes part of Game Pass, right? Mm -hmm. And like the discount. Well, I think like, you can get rid of games with gold if you do that. Yeah. Then game, yeah. Mm -hmm. if it's just that the ability to play online is now included for ten bucks here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I. Mm. It, it, it sounds crazy because you're like, why would it they give up the money? It's well, it's the money, but I still think you could s sell it a different way of like, we're like, even like it'd be a cool move on their part if like, hey, all right, so what we're doing is we're raising the pr price of Game Pass. Game Pass is going up to twenty dollars a month, and give everybody a moment to get all like, what the fuck, blah, blah blah, and like, but we're killing Xbox Live. Yeah, no longer will you need to pay sixty bucks if you pay the twenty bucks for Game Pass, you get the ability to play online. You everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like that gif of all the kids at the religious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could see it. You could see him doing it to buy market share. And all and right. that's the thing is like what you, you were saying is Build absolutely correct in my mind. Where I'm like, 
all right, this sounds like a crazy idea where it's like, why would you give up all that money? It's like, well, you're giving up the money to just move all that, all those users, the millions of Xbox Live Gold users over to be Games Pass users. Mm -hmm. So then they can go out and tell people we have this many well, users. I mean, yeah. yeah, but not even. What you're doing, right, is, yeah, sure, you're bringing all your Xbox Live people down to Game Pass, whatever. What you're doing is taking all of PlayStation's people who are like, why am I paying X amount of dollars on P whatever you're playing for your whatever you yeah. personally are paying for PlayStation Plus? Why am I paying for PlayStation Plus for a few games a month when I can go over there, play way less, play online for free technically, and then get all these extra games in Game Pass? Yeah. Again, we go back to, as I've said for months now, Xbox building this foundation to make it be that whenever they really want to get aggressive, they're like, look at everything we've done and everything yeah. we have here. You just you need this. Yeah. In your There's a lot yeah. of follow up questions that are going to keep this conversation coming back in an interesting way so i want to move Ooh, on let's go on move What's on up? from What's that up? um the fireman says either dragonborn or doom marine getting announced as a smash brothers character now a couple weeks ago <laughs> on the show i i said that the, that's likely based on bethesda's uh work on the switch yeah, and, yeah and support it with the switch um but then in, in other recent times i think i only said this on a games cast but i was talking to my boy stealth on twitter and he, he brought up a really interesting point where he's like, when you look at Smash, when you look at Sakurai and the games that he's directed, it's all Japanese developers. Like, they don't ever have stuff from American sides, the closest thing being uh, Rayman uh, as a trophy, not even mm -hmm. as a character. So until we see that trend get broken, I think that it's more likely to see more Fire Emblem characters than it is for us to see the third-party mm -hmm. um, Western characters. I hope that that seal gets broken through, but I don't know. My, I don't believe it. My problem with those two is that I can think of way more compelling characters that might be easier for them to swing. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure Bethesda would like to have characters in Smash Brothers, but those are I, the Doom Marine is you. You're looking out of his eyes the whole time. It's very hard for me to imagine that that's a character that Nintendo is going to be attracted to when you only see him in mirrors and screenshots uh, and intro screens. Um, Dragonborn a little more, but even that is, I, I just don't see that as being compelling. Uh, I think you could, you can even do better and they know that they've got their choice of things they want in their game. And I think they're going to be able to, to, to pick and choose what they want. This will not be the, the last Smash Brothers prediction. Oh, what a surprise today. A lazy with two L's. A lazy. An actual trailer for the Final Fantasy seven remake shown at Sony's conference. I buy it. Possible. Possible, yeah, but to sure. be fair, we've seen an actual trailer before. The trailer at PSX, sure. there was gameplay in it. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think that there's there's a chance. I don't think it's a guarantee. I don't think it's a slam dunk that it, it's going to happen. Um, but we'll see. Continuing on Final Fantasy VII. Shooter McGavin, Blue Point Games, being brought on to assist with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. Interesting. I don't think so. But... Especially now that we're seeing the Luminous Studios going on and all that, and like just how Square's making some interesting choices. I don't know. We know that they're working on a high profile remake of something. Throwing more studios at something in the middle of a project, um, unless the project is completely off the rails, doesn't usually make a lot of sense. Well, it sounds like they totally shifted and took it away from. Um, yeah. What's the names? The guys uh, that yeah. did. Uh, the, I'm having the same problem. The battle. In Final Fantasy, yeah, the the people that were making Final Fantasy, CyberConnect. Okay, if if it's gone completely off the rails, then yes, Blue Point makes perfect sense. Obviously, they're they're a great choice for that. Um, if that's the case, we need to readjust our expectations of when we're going to see this game, mm -hmm. uh, because effectively in that situation, you're probably 
talking about there's not outside of assets, there's not going to be a lot that's going to be salvageable. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be extend the timeline significantly. So I kind of hope this isn't true. I still think that, <laughs> I, but my thing is, I think that's still in line with what people expect from this game. That's so. a good point, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's something about the blue point that I'm like, I just don't buy it. I just don't think blue point and Final Fantasy seven. I'm, I'm interested and I actually feel that'd be really good, but I, I don't think it's happening. What do you think they're working on? Uh, there's a lot of questions about that, so okay. I'm going to keep that, too. I hope it's Metal Gear. Ahas Versus says, Legacy of Kain, Soul Reaver, remake by Bluepoint. Oh, yeah. See, that's a poll, like a real poll. Yeah. But it's the type of thing that I'm like, maybe that's just wacky enough to work. I don't know if you take the chance on it, though, right? Like, I think it's not impossible, but it's not likely. Who owns Legacy of Kain? Crystal? We will? I oh, it. I see what you're saying. I, oh. see <laughs> I think it was Crystal Dynamics or Eidos. So now, okay. So Square. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, developed by Crystal, published by Square, uh, NX Europe, formerly Eidos Interactive. Yeah, I, look, I, look I, don't, me. I don't think so. Yeah. I just think it's too, it's too niche. That keeps getting thrown around, though, in the Blue Point conversation. Sure. And I think that that's just one fan said it and then other fans are repeating it type thing. I mean, those games are, you know, beloved by those who played it, but I just don't see, like, that getting as big a pop. The character level. model's so cool. Though. Sure, sure. It's cool, <laughs> it's man. So cool. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Spirited says Mother 3 during the Nintendo Direct. I think that if you're going to show Mother 3 now, you show it as a tie in to uh, Virtual Console whenever they decide to release that, whenever they decide to reveal that. Mm-hmm. Mother mm. 3 is a great capstone to do that with. Um, my, my fanboy heart's. Uh, hopes that it's you know Mother Three as as a lead into a Mother Four announcement, but um, we will see Mother Three at some point. You think they do, they do it when they announce the on, uh, hey we're finally announcing what the Nintendo Online thing is and this is the first game? Yeah, oh, I think Mother there's 3. there's equal chance people lose their mind. They're going. Hey. I honestly say there's equal chance of them doing that because that makes sense. But I also see a chance of them being like it's on the 3ds. I've am <laughs> putting it on the 3ds. You know what? Don't do it, Reggie. As long as I get it. I don't care as long as I get it. I'll, I will. We will get it. I don't. I know, will, I'm not convinced we're getting it this year, but we will get Mother Three in America. No, I will. I will buy the Japanese exclusive Game Boy Light again if that's the only thing it's available on. I'm that's sure fine. you would, Jared. Okay. Hey, that thing was awesome. Zool says Nintendo only shows three games, and the crowd loves it. Adam, fully agree with you. The crowd's gonna love it, but. I do think that their booth is only going to focus sure. on mm-hmm. three games like they have in the past. Those three games being whatever the big main thing is, Smash, Smash. Brothers. You don't think Smash is the big main thing? What gets confusing is we know they're doing the Smash World Championship stuff. So I feel like that, that they've already told us a big section of the booth is going to be Smash. Yeah. So I don't know how much more they can focus on Smash in terms of booth space. Do you so think we'll see I any think Met- there might be another, another big game there. Do you think we see any Metroid? E3? Yeah. Any trailer or anything? Or? We're getting... We'll get something from Metroid Prime 4 mm-hmm. this year. I don't know that it'll be at E3. Nintendo has proven they don't give a fuck about following standards and keeping the biggest stuff for E3. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just announced Smash. So, <laughs> I I feel like it might not be at E3, but it could be at some other point, like maybe maybe in a, like later in October to talk about spring or some shit mm-hmm. but maybe rad observable says halo battle royale mode free to play dropping in september full halo release including traditional multiplayer coming in march slash april slash may next year 
First half of that, I'll buy it. Take but the I want Halo Battle Royale. I think we're going to get Halo Battle Royale. I think it'll be a Game Pass thing. Um, full Halo release, including stuff? No, don't think so. I, okay. think, I think it'll just be a Halo Battle Have Royale. Have there been mode. rumors of Halo Battle Royale that I've missed, or is this I, just something? The, when me and um, Huber were doing our Get Hype moments, I was like, that to me would be the ultimate Battle Royale. And that's sure. what I fucking want. I love how Halo controls, and that'd be fucking fun. At this point, I'm expecting like Luminous Battle Royale. Yes, I, mean, I beg of you, God, yeah. please. <laughs> Mr. Gucci, if you're listening. Yeah, but I, I don't think we're going to get the, especially not coming in March, April, and May. That That's weird. Halo's uh, marquee fall title. Mm-hmm. And I think it always will be. If it was a battle royale, especially, yeah. Yeah, and will that, that drop it in September? I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nrio25 says, a new new Super Mario Brothers game. I'd like one. Uh, it, well, I think it's too early. Uh, with I, I think we're more likely to either see Galaxy Two or Galaxy DLC than a new Super Mario Odyssey, Odyssey DLC. That's what uh, I'm did I say. Jeez, yeah, yeah. did I say Galaxy? Man. Yeah, I I've been under these lights too long. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, no, it's baking I think, your brain, it's baking my brain. <laughs> no, uh, Odyssey uh, DLC or an Odyssey Two uh, hint in uh, one or the other. I want one. I think we'll see another great 2D Mario game. I think Switch is almost perfect for it like we were talking about control adjustments are going to be interesting mm-hmm. but i imagine nintendo's looking at has been looking at switch for a long time thinking what can we do with this thing if it takes off a mario game makes sense i wasn't joking about a mother four earlier i actually think on switch that makes sense mm-hmm. you can make that Me work too. um and so yeah i think i think it's probably too soon i think we get more odyssey dlc and they save that for next year i can imagine a port of new sumari bros wii u with new luigi u combined in one thing and putting it on there just but I, I also don't think that's this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we never see a new new Super Mario Brothers game ever again. Wow. Really? We, we've talked about this to death on uh, the show. But yeah, I want a new art style. Get what away about, from that art style. What about new Super Mario Brothers All-Stars? Yeah, I'm, I would love that. Mario that, Battle Royale. Let's fucking go. Okay. 100 yeah. Marios dropped on the world. You got to hop on each other's heads and shit. I Soapbox Killer. There. I Soapbox Killer Returns says, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Remaster. Release oh. date November twenty first, twenty eighteen, the twentieth anniversary. Don't, 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 don't. You know, don't maybe get me excited for that. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, Twilight Princess is kind of the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time remaster. Fuck that is um, that is true. <laughs> Except for the beginning taking way too goddamn long. Uh, and we also got the we also got the three DS version. So that's the thing, Greg. It won't be on three DS if it happens. Oh, I know. That's why I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. I'm aware that it's so, coming out. I if, Master Quest. Put Majora's Mask in there too. Fuck it. Give me everything. What about what about Rebuilding Skyward Sword and doing it right. So hey, the name it's all the name is soiled. You can't do it. Yeah, no, no, no. My my thing is uh, there's a, a question later. Let me just try to jump ahead to that. Ooh, you know, I'm not going to do that. What about too oh, much. The, the Legend of Z- Okay, what about what about revisiting um, uh, Link's Awakening as a Switch title? That's going to come up as well. Not fully, not that whole statement. Uh, but yeah, Soapbox Killer says Ocarina of Time, but that's specifically because of the 20 year anniversary. Yeah, yeah that makes I, sense. That's cool. I, I feel that it's not going to happen. Like, I, I think that, that Nintendo has too much going on in the, the fall in 2018 for, okay. for that to be for that to be real. It'd be cool, but I don't think so. What about Ocarina of Time Joy Cons? Oh. Gold Joy Cons? Yeah. Yes. That'd be fun. Cool. Yeah. Love like that. that. Like that a lot, and then you get the special, super special ones that are ocarinas. You slide them off. Yeah. Then, then, you, then you go to GameStop and you get a plastic shield and a plastic sword to stick on your. There you go. Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah. Then it's all just motion like, control. Yeah, that's that's what I want. You give me uh, archery. Fox says Prince of Persia. Please, God, please, it's yeah. not happening. Not this year. Yeah. It's not time. When is uh, time? There's all the rumors of Splinter Cell coming back. Sure. I buy that. Okay. Prince of Persia. 
oh fuck, but next year's gonna be Assassins again. Well, what, what if they what weren't though? What if they weren't? What if it was that? Cool. People like the gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Let's. We're, we're gonna say we're taking. Are we? Have they said publicly we're taking another year off? I think they did. And we're taking, but they come back and it's not Assassin's Creed. What if it's Assassin's Creed colon Prince of Persia? That'd be crazy. (sighs) The Templars have given you the ability to rewind time. I don't know, man. I don't know. I wouldn't hate it. I'll take Prince in any form I can get Mm -hmm. him at this point. (laughs) But yeah, I do want to. I do want to. I do want to. I just like, I'm just not an Assassin's Creed guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't, I don't want open world. And they don't yeah. feel the same. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, you've got the Prince of Persia is mostly about dungeoneering and, mm-hmm. and puzzle solving. Puzzles, yeah. yeah. So I want to keep that. Mm-hmm. But I'll take it if, if that's the only way I get it. Uh, Soul of Miyazaki says, Agent's coming back, baby. Oh, Jesus, God. What? Let it die. Let it die. <laughs> Elite beat agent? No. no. Remember no. when Jack Trent came out and he's like, we're also, for PlayStation 3, we're also working on exclusive with Rockstar called The Agent. Oh, that. And then it never, never ever oh, came in every fucking about- year. Somebody says something's going to happen. Can with we it. have Elite beat agent switch instead? I, I would, would fucking love that. He's a walkie talkie man. I would love that. Yeah. That'd be uh, way better. More, way more exciting. Dark Cloud says Retro Studios rebooting Star Tropics. Nah, Star Tropics ain't never coming back. I uh, yeah, I Dead don't franchise. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants Star Tropics. Well, I'm sure there's someone that wants Star Tropics back, but we didn't really want Star Tropics when it was happening. And if if Jared Petty doesn't want fucking Star Tropics, nobody wants. Nobody it. wants it. Yeah, Trigard has a long one here. Nintendo's online service is fully unveiled. The virtual console has been rebranded as Nintendo Vault. A Game Pass style net slash Netflix style a la carte service, which allows subscribers to lend, download locally to their Switch up to five games at a time. <gasps> Alternatively, users can purchase individual titles, allowing them to keep them permanently. The service will launch with NES, SNES, N64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and GameCube titles, with Dreamcast and Wii coming later. <laughs> One of the big new features of this service is a dedicated Nintendo Vault team who are committed to updating old titles or finishing off development on features of games that were never released. Fuck you, the Donald service Duck. will launch with Star Fox 2 and Super Mario 64's two-player mode as examples of this. Oh, yeah, baby. I, I mean, want to live in your fantasy world. We're not chancing it. it it's the dream Honestly, I don't think this is that far off. You're preposterous and you're drinking your what's, own Kool-Aid. What's wrong? Right? I think there's way too much dedication there. There's not, there, not going to be that the, much dedication. The thing at the end is the, is the only... The issue team. that I'm yeah, having, yeah. but in terms of the, the the consoles, I think that's very likely. Like uh, we're gonna see Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Will we mm-hmm. see GameCube? It's all but assured. And then Dreamcast and Wii. I don't think that's too big of a step. We Wii's the only thing Wii won't of, happen. of motion. Yeah. But Dreamcast, I think so. I no, prefer no, direct no, purchasing no, options. No. I have a feeling. Virtual console did all the oh. Sega games. No, 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 no. What are we thinking? Won't be on there. What about Dreamcast? Okay. Dreamcast, Wii. Come on. Stop Dreamcast, building your bridge to the stars. Dreamcast will be there, guys. Dreamcast will be there. I think whether or not Dreamcast will be there is entirely up to whether Sega wants it there or not. And they do. Sega yeah. wants their dream. How many consoles has Sonic Adventure been on? Yeah. Every console ever. Mm-hmm. ever. I, don't, I don't think if, if Sega comes knocking and says what? to Nintendo, we'd like to put Dreamcast on virtual console, we're willing to pay to do the development and the emulation. I can't imagine it into saying no. Five games at a time. I think about the fact that you, you got some really weird stuff on the original virtual country. You end up with Commodore 64 there for a while. MSX yeah. in Asia was there. You know, there, there's there's some interesting stuff. So, And while I do think it's far-fetched to think that there's going to be an internal team revising all of these, you do look at things like Sin and Punishment when it got ported to Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. They did, in Treasure at least, do some work on it to, to update some things. So it does happen occasionally. What's the name of the team? And I love that I have you here because I know that you're oh, going to forget this. this. I'm going to forget You're going to forget it. You're going to know it's going to be in there. Uh, the name of the team that did the NES Classic emulation. 
NES Classic. Yeah. Um, that wasn't Indie Creates, and that wasn't M2, was it? Was it M2? M2. Was it M2? Yes. Did, did they do the classic I, emulation? That sounds right to me. Okay, they do a lot of emulation for Virtual Console, uh, both on DS and Wii, so... I, but I don't I, I don't want to speak out of my I might be wrong. They man. do the best emulation in the okay, world. Okay, then good, perfect. I say it's them. They hire them to do the the specialization and all that stuff and make yeah. it the, the best emulation ever on Nintendo Switch. I'm fucking in. Yeah, I'm fucking in. They already the did five titles. Of- yeah, whatever. We're getting a little too granular with okay. the details. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. I'm just saying it's too yeah. good to be true. Don't believe it. It's don't, too good to be don't true. Don't get hyped yeah, up. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'm too sick. I'm sick of you crying yourself to sleep every E3. This is has it's been a couple years. Your decade of dreams, but. I don't know. I, this sounds pretty in line with what I'm thinking the online service virtual console, whatever is going to be. Yeah, I, I, I know they're going to want to feed us Netflix. I'm hoping for the ability to purchase things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to own these games and I'm scared to death that once again, I'm just going to end up subscribing forever to a service so that I can hold on to them oh, until yeah. I die. Filippo has a couple that we're going to go through. Monolith Soft is working on a Golden Sun reboot. Okay. Not unlikely. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There's enough random, random but not unlikely. There's enough name recognition there that that another shot of Golden Sun makes sense, especially as a low resource process. Yeah. Sure. I'm good with that. Sony Japan and Media Vision are onto Wild Arms Six. Does anyone want Wild <laughs> Arms Six? I don't know. Other than the, do, do you remember anything games? about Wild Wild Arms? Yes, I do. Do you want anything from other than the whistling at the beginning of Wild Damn, Arms? I was about to say this is the yeah. thing you saw in the beginning. Yeah, I, I mean, there's some good Wild Arms games. They're all right. I now this is the thing. I, you know, I'm gonna save it because someone else says it. Shadows die twice. Is Tenchu. Tenchu, uh, Tenchu, in some form, in a post Metal Gear world. Tenchu makes even more sense than it ever has. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of somebody coming out and making a ninja assassin game on the Metal Gear idea. So, sure, why not? What do you think Shadow Side Twice is? I don't even know what it is. The Game game Awards, there was the trailer from Software. Oh. Some weird bones and it just said Shadow Side Twice. Oh. Is it Bloodborne 2? Or is it a new IP? Or is it Tenchu? I'm hoping Tenchu. I'm I guess, don't think it's tension. It's too good. It you're too. You're you're doing. That's a siren in real life. Our life, not your life. You're fine. Keep driving. Unless there is an ambulance behind you, then Inception. I'm in your trunk. Let me out. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's tension. I think that's wishful thinking. Yeah. I don't. And think I even. I don't even. Uh, I think it's a new IP. Yeah. From those that can release new IPs, why not do it? I mean, the fact that they've had Could success with it, so why not do it? But yeah, I'd love to have a tension game. Asking Nintendo when I got a P. Uh, well, it's not Nintendo, but someone, I don't know who, is working on a Western RPG reboot of Legacy of Kane slash Soul Reaver for Square Enix. Sadly, it's going to have service-based mechanics. I seriously have nothing to say about okay. that. I, I don't know, man. I mean, Ubisoft working on a new 3D Donkey Kong for Nintendo. Yes, Rabbids are in it. Uh, Donkey Kong Rabbids would probably work if you did it right, but I'm not sure that they would have... I'm not sure that Ubi I don't think they have the probably. resources to, to be jumping into that. Well, Ubi probably does. You uh, think? Yeah. I think they have so many projects, and I feel like if they, they already had the success of Rabbids, I imagine a sequel is more likely than... They spent like three decades making a skiing game. They, 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 Ubi, <laughs> I'm sure they have resources, um, but no, it's a fun prediction. The right resources. I mean, I'm sure they have the resources and, cap- and teams, but the right teams to make a 3D... Nintendo platformer, they can't fuck that up. I yeah, I don't I don't see that one. Donkey Kong v Rabbits could be really funny. 
Um, I, I think we'll see rabbits in more mm. uh, Nintendo games. And that it's, actually is a better pairing than most, but I don't know if it'll be a 3D platform. Mm, mm. I think it might be something more quirky. Zelda Galaxy 94 says more Labo from Nintendo. Uh, I don't think at E3. No, later. Yeah. Later. When E3 is too soon. They might make a reference to it in the direct, but even then, that's too old school. No, they, E3. Won't, they won't have their financials at You're that right. point. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you wait to see how it did. Um, let's see. Let me jump to it. Jet Jaguar says Retro is making F Zero. Okay, I that mean, would be fucking awesome. Yeah, an F Zero game at this point makes a lot of sense. Switch F Zero. Retro would do it so well. Holding oh, man, this Sega here and playing F Zero. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd be in, man. Just oh, well, they make a Star Fox Zero remake that fixes. Let's it while hope at not. It? Let's no, hope no, not. no, 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 no. Let I, it I fucking die. Let it fucking die to fire. Star Fox, one of my favorite franchises of all time. I love Star Fox. I love it. Mm -hmm. How many times? Uh, Sixty four specifically, yeah. my favorite one. I know that's not crazy. Star Fox uh, Assault on GameCube, flawed game. The on foot stuff, very bad. The tank stuff, not fun. All of the Arrowing stuff, fan fucking tastic. Far A true sequel yeah. to Star Fox sixty four. But why is Zero? Not only shitty motion controls, but everyone's always like, oh. <laughs> I assume people need these. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very you. much. It's a marathon podcast. This is, my, this is my eighth in like three hours. Please, so. keep mm. drinking, save your tabs, we're sending um, them to a kid. Uh, the thing with Star Fox Zero is that people are like, oh, if you take out the motion controls and just have it be a traditional Star Fox game, it'd be good. No. Then it would just be a worse remake of Star Fox 64. We've already seen that before. Do you think it's a worse? I see. I actually like Zero. I thought Zero was fundamentally sound outside of the weird aiming. They, mm. they just made it frustrating. No, man. I, the story elements, the way the characters talked, their voices. It's like ribbit, everything ribbit. I like about Star Fox yeah. and 64, Zero just did worse, man. Mm. All right. So let's just get a new it's Star icky. Fox then. All right, Greg. Now that you're back. Thanks, bud. Uh -oh. I'm going to drop a motherfucking bombshell doo, on doo, you. Doo, oh, doo, doo, these doo, people are crazy. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tumari says Microsoft announcing that all new for Xbox first party games will be coming to the PlayStation platform with the addition of Xbox to PlayStation crossplay with Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be crazy. I mean, that would be an imagine? amazing announcement. They're like we're just stopping making consoles like, too by dude, the way. Games Pass, hey, it's best on Xbox 1, but yeah, play it over, over there, there too. too. Yeah. No, that's not happening. Not, not happening. No. I don't think I don't think that will take place. Yeah, probably not. I Good find for them, that unlikely. crazy dream. SMD says Xbox 2 announced. No, no, too early. Too early. I think you got yeah, exactly. We're only I think four they and get, half years in. I think they get to come out and say how great Xbox One X has been doing. Uh, we saw uh, uh, we saw ninety five games support X. That's probably more than that actually. Support Xbox One X uh, enhancements, and I'm proud to announce that in the coming year we have a commitment for three hundred more games. All right, great, whatever. I would not be surprised if a few choice partners have pre dev kits to play with to get an idea oh, where sure. they're headed. But I. I think we're way out of anything like an announcement egg and snake says egg and snake mag 2 <laughs> massive action game 2 wow. sony buys zipper again oh jeez wait th they buy zipper again? they still own zipper they closed it down they opened zipper mag, mag 2 makes me so i was uh, the other night i was desperately downloading Wii points because they were shutting the virtual console the original Wii virtual console down your ability to purchase Wii points and i was going through the WiiWare store and i'd forgotten that mdk2 Oh my God! Was on the Wii WiiWare yeah. store. Just flipping, it's like, wow, that happened. That did so, happen. Yeah, I think so, Mag so Two gets Mag. about the same odds as MDK Two. So he's like, returning. hey, we've been doing really well. Let's fuck it up. It's a third-person SOCOM-like battle royale game this time. No, I, I, on top of, I mean, like, 
uh, in, in no universe are they saying mag two. No one is getting up on the Sony stage and saying <laughs> mag two. All right. Remember that game that most of you don't remember outside of a joke? Probably we're bringing it back. No, they call, call it something else if they business. wanted their own first party thing, but they don't. They don't want that. What if that's their presentation? Is Geo gets up there and he just pulls a Vita out of his pocket and just says Mag 2 We're on stopping the screen, everything else. This, this is what it. it is. The security chases Geo down. Turns out he quit four days early. <laughs> Aegon also says, Aegon Snake says, Naughty Dog had two studios all this time and they reveal their new sci-fi EP. So two IP. teams? Yeah. Yeah. No. I think if Last of Us was releasing this year, maybe sure, but no. No. No, that's the last thing Naughty Dog needs now is another team with working on another game that's probably coming way later than people think it is and getting every interview, everything, yeah. every tweet. Microsoft releases a new IP. Confirmed. That'll happen for sure. <sighs> yeah, I th you think Microsoft puts out a new IP? Yeah. At E3? Period? They just announced E3? a new IP. Uh, yes, yeah. I think that so will too. happen. I think so too. They they know they need exclusive IP right now. Yeah, I thought um, that was a joke. I thought I thought I cut you off. Yeah, of course oh. they're gonna say they have a new IP. I don't know. New? Yeah, they I need to get bringing things back. They need to no. get people a uh, new exclusive. Phil Spencer's yeah, it changes tune a bit on that, right? Of like I understand about buying studios and mm -hmm. having their own exclusives and yada yada. And just to shut people up about like oh, there's nothing in their roster. They're gonna come out and say they have stuff. There's gonna be a yeah. lot of new IP. I think I, I hope so, and I, I definitely think that it's likely, but I don't think it's a guarantee. I it's a it's Greg Miller's lock of 2018. Yeah, I'm with Microsoft. Will have a new IP 83. Come on, Tim. I mean, dude, I'm just saying. Here's what's going to happen. What has proven that in the past every, couple of years? Every time a new IP is shown at Microsoft, and like, what are you saying? That they, they're going to own Lock, Stock, and Barrel? They're going to publish a new game? They're going to, what are you going to do with new IP? Yeah, own. Oh, like another thing that's like, there Halo. was Halo, there was Gears, there's Forza, here's this thing. I think there'll be something completely original there because I think Microsoft has people sitting in boardrooms throughout the last two years yeah. going, oh, Lord, we need to give people new reasons to buy this thing. Uh, yeah, and more importantly, to buy the next one, to buy part two on whatever mm -hmm. we're making next. I feel you. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think it's a guarantee. Like Greg Steve Miller's Thieves lock was one. 2018. As soon as it happens, and I don't know how we'll prove it because they you know they're always they're playing fast and loose with terminology. Oh, fucking console exclusive first and fall. Like what the fuck are you talking about? But when it happens and when we know for sure. You get a big I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about small little, I'm not talking about like smaller titles. Oh, like I don't give a shit night. what you're calling about what you're you talking about. No, you said new IP. You just said new IP. You just said new IP. Would the last night count? Would the last night count? I don't even know what the last night is. The last night's <laughs> that cool pixel looking cyberpunk game. Oh, is that exclusive for them though? Yeah. Is it do they own it? I don't know. It's exclusive though. Is it but do they own it? Is it Microsoft published and owned? I don't think so. That, okay, Microsoft published owned. Yeah. Boom. I'm with you. Ori and the Kind Florist. Boo, 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 boo. Kind Florist. Well, that's they right. already got, well, they got Ori. That's it, Ori. Uh, yeah, that's true. Dory and the Kind Florist. It's a new IP. Skyrim 2 is announced. <laughs> uh, no. No. I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility for them to come out and show a trailer during their Bethesda E3 event that they're doing again and yet again, just like last year. It's a very much like... Uh, outside of Wolfenstein 2, what are they going to possibly have? Oh, they can't do another one this year. Oh, they're doing it. What are they going to have? They, oh, a whole bunch of stuff. I think they got one more buffer project. Uh, I don't know that, but I think it. And even if they don't have another pro buffer project, I don't think it'll be Skyrim 2. I don't think it'll be Elder Scrolls sure. something. We'll see. Super do I get points if it is Elder Scrolls something or no? No. Oh, no. I'm, what <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm not 2. saying that it has been. I'm saying that I don't think they will produce a game called Skyrim 2. I think they will make an Elder Scrolls sure. 
colon and it'll be a new mm. thing. Tim, I know you do. Do you remember in uh, Batman Forever when Jim Carrey would let his cane go down like that? I do. I hand? do. That yeah. was really cool. Jim I'm Carrey, if you're watching, you're cool. Great segue here. A Superman game announced by Rocksteady. Uh, I fucking play with my emotions. Dropping the bat over there. Um, yeah, why not? Uh, Superman would. There needs to be a Superman game. Superman has gotten pooped on way too long, and it'd be nice to to see a good Superman game. And if anybody's going to give him a good treatment, it'd be Rocksteady. So why mm. not? I don't see it happening. I don't. I don't think. It, I, I think it's time that we finally hear about what Rocksteady's doing. And they say they're. Not, they tell me. They tell literally Greg Miller they're not teasing something. They're teasing something all the time with their milestone lunches and all this shit over there in their mocap rooms. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time that at E three they're going to come out on someone's stage and be like, hey, guess what? Uh, either Killzone, Warhawk, or Resistance are revived by Sony. Um, Killzone can die in a fire. Hell yes, though. Rico. Warhawk's fine. Uh, Warhawk be interesting, actually. Warhawk was um, a lot of fun. Yeah, I Warhawk really, really, really dug Warhawk on PS3. Now, granted, it was early days of PS3 online. You know what I mean? What are we doing? But that was a fun game. Starhawk got too complicated, I thought, mm-hmm. and too real. Not, not was it real time strategy? Whatever, too strat- strategic in a way that was Warhawk. weird. But again, no, I'm talking about Starhawk though. Yeah. No, what, the sequel the or the spiritual mm. successor, Starhawk. Yeah. Um, I would love it, but I think Sony looks at the mark, the field, and it's like we don't need to enter this market. Like our our third party partners are doing it, and they're playing on PlayStation. Let's not even bother getting into this. And then the third was resistance. Resistance is not of, happening now. Yeah, I mean, of the three, that's the one that I'd probably be most excited about. I bet. I think before Tim Gettys dies in a motorcycle accident, there will be another resistance. You I don't realize think. that if I die in a motorcycle accident, it's because a motorcycle hits me. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm aware. Yeah. 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 Uh, Somehow that takes it from grisly to awesome. I don't know. <laughs> fucking awesome. I just want, sad. It's, like, it's just that last second screaming. Oh, that yeah. thing you always do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the final one for today, because I'm realizing that uh, I printed out six pages. We've I noticed there it, were a lot there. Two. And I, I was like, I need to learn to pee. If you guys enjoy this and you think this is fun, uh, let us know in the comments and then we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back in a future games cast. If not, tell me end quote to die by getting hit by a motorcycle. Okay, that's how we don't, and don't and bonus points to, to anybody to who animates it and takes the scream from any other episode of Tim doing anything. Uh, so the last one comes from Revan. Ninja Gaiden four is announced along with an HD remaster of the 3D games. Uh, I think the HD remaster is unlikely. I think that Ninja Gaiden four is entirely possible. I agree with you. Ladies and gentlemen, they're not just going to let Ninja Gaiden fucking die. No, it'll be back eventually. I just don't know where we're at with them. You always got to say it like that guy in the in the wizard. Ninja Gaiden! And I don't, I don't think it'd be four. I think it'd be another reboot. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ben, the kind of funny games cast. Ben. Ben. Movie boy. We talk to you and love you and stuff. Uh, I love you that you Patreon. said it wrong when you were talking No, you said Muy Buen. Muy Buen. Love you. I'm not the most cultured traveled man, Jared, all right? Hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, click here to subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny. Click there to subscribe to the normal kind of funny page where you get the MCU interview. Click there to support us on Patreon and click over here for whatever Kevin wants to put here.